Yo, what's up, what's up? Welcome everyone, welcome to another episode of Surprise, you're doing exercise with Cole Braun. You know me, I am all about lifts, I'm all about weights, I'm all about squats and curls, and I'm all about the three best letters in the English alphabet, P E D's, P E D's, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, for those of you new listeners, maybe you don't know my fitness plan. Surprise, you're doing exercise. Has been around since 2012. Uh, and it's only been the past two years that we've actually brought it internationally. We had uh, an event in Paris back in 2019 that worked out beautifully. And uh, we had a lot of great stuff planned uh, for Japan and uh, Australia in 2020. Of course, this fucking... COVID-19 had to happen. Surprise, you're doing exercise. What is it? Well, one of the things that I've noticed for a number of years is that no one's going to gyms anymore. You know, here in the NDG, you know what NDG stands for? No damn good. Here in the no damn good, at Tiny Tim's uh, workstation off of Descari, where we got all of the stat bikes you want. We've got all of the weights. We got everything. No one's been coming in. Everyone's got a nine to five. Everyone's got kids. But Surprise You're Doing Exercise was a fitness regimen which I developed back in 2012 with my boy, who's going to be on in a bit later, uh, Bo Wolfgang, or as I call him, Bro Wolfman. Um, that's what everyone calls him at Tiny Tim's. Whoa! More on that later. Um, surprise, you're doing exercise. What it was. Well, basically, no one wants to go to the gym. How do you bring the gym to them? By suspense and surprise. What am I talking about? I'm talking about uh, my latest client, Paula. She gives me a call on a Friday saying, uh, Oh, Cole, you know, uh, I want to shed 35 pounds. I put on a pandemic 35. And I said... Just give me your phone number and your address and leave it up to me. That's all she had to do. What did I do? I woke her up at 2 in the morning. I told her her house was on fire. She had to leave immediately. She got out. She ran down the fire escape. She got out of the door. As soon as she got out of the door, she fell into a sewer. How did she fall into that sewer? I pushed her. What's in that sewer? A bunch of rats and a rope. She's got to climb that rope. She's got 20 seconds to climb five meters of rope or else she's going to get attacked by a sewer full of rats. She gets out of the sewer full of rats. She goes on the street. She, she wants to find her car because uh, she wants to drive to the police station. Her car's on fire. Oh my god, her car's on fire. Now she's running to the police station while being chased by the Thai Mafia. They're all shooting at her with AK-47s and Uzis. This is extreme cardio. She's getting some massive reps. She gets to the police station. She's just covered in sweat. Her abs look tight and fit. 
and that's what I reveal. I pop out of a, a, the police station water cooler and I say, surprise, you're doing exercise. I time her. She did all of that in 7 minutes and 13 seconds. Now, Paula is a social insurance worker who sits in an office 9 to 7, not even 9 to 5, 9 to 7, Monday to Friday. And sometimes she comes in Saturday afternoons just because she, she, she's so nice and she wants to help people. This is a woman who put a pandemic 35, that entire horrific ordeal. She lost 15 pounds. That's how easy it is. Surprise, you're doing exercise. And this has just exploded, Wolf Boy. And, um, and I want to really thank you for uh, not only being an integral member of this organization, but also the second fittest and tightest man here. And uh, also my co-host for the day, Bo Wolfgang. Sup's up. What it do? Bro, you're looking jack, man. Bro, man, I've been jacking since I was eight. And uh, you've been there with me this entire time. You know, Bro Wolfgang has been my spotter from another mother since uh, we started hitting the gym. Oh! Gah! Yeah, yeah, that's our that's our calling sign. Whenever we both hit oh, the gym man. at the same time, he does the awoo, and I do the go. Yeah, and Bro, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on. It's good to see you. Can't wait to see you live in person. Just see how jacked you really are. I don't know if you can get any more jacked, but if we get those PEs up, personal or PRs up, we'll just get more jacked, more fit. Yeah, we That's need. That's how we do. Man. Yeah, we need to improve our public relations to get more fit. That is true. Uh, that is something that uh, is taking up a lot of our time. But maybe we're, we're, that's something that we're we're trying to do. We're trying to hire a PR person. That way, they can yeah. take care of all the marketing stuff. That leaves more time for me to shred weights. Um, I'm trying to hit that magical number four, four percent body fat. If I get that by this summer. You know what that means, audience. I've already made this promise to you. Every single one of you will be getting a surprise you're doing exercise t-shirt and baseball cap. So <laughs> so really root for me. You know, send me your likes. Send me your loves. You know, that's what gets me going. That's what gets me hitting the gym. 4%. We can do it. We, I can do it. I know I can do it with your help uh, spotting me away. I'll spot you every day, all week, baby. Look, it's summertime. Babes are coming out. Bods are coming out. Ooh. Biceps are coming out, bro. It's time. It's time to it's time to unleash those biceps. And speaking of unleashed biceps, and speaking of spotting, I spot those biceps in some uh, short films you're making. Uh, what kind of? Uh, let me let the audience know that when I say oh. short films. You know, bro Wolfgang, he don't play that way anymore. Though that was back in the day, those kinds of movies. Now he's transitioning into Hollywood. He's making the real stuff. And uh, why don't you, t why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, they don't call it Hollywood Boulevard for nothing, if you know what I mean. Well, listen, you know, people want to be actors because of their talent. I got my acting gigs because of my biceps, okay? I'm going to be straightforward with you. I didn't come here to bullshit. I didn't come here to lie. It's because I got Jack. Okay? 
it's because of your regiment, because how you changed my life. And that's how I got my gigs. You know, my, my short films at first, they were, they were nerdy and dorky and kind of loser characters. Mm-hmm. But I transitioned to a, a stoic man, a warrior, a fighter, a barbarian, a Viking, if you will. Oh, I will. I will. I would even say uh, a Visigoth. Yes. Indeed. Um, anyway, surprise you're doing exercise. Listen, not everybody is on board. In fact, I've got some uh, some hate mail here, which maybe we can uh, go through a bit later with our guest. Yeah, uh, no doubt. Because uh, we got a pretty interesting guest here, Bo. Um, you know, one of the I, I say interesting because we get a lot of people who who want to be on our show, who want to either develop a fitness regimen that they were incapable of developing themselves. Um, through any number of reasons, you know, I'm not judging. I'm not necessarily saying that it's your fault. I'm just saying with the right motivation, and by motivation, I mean fear, um, you can develop the muscles that, or you can tone down to whatever you want. You know, it, it really is that easy. But this guy... He's from the Montreal Improv, which I know is a place that you've actually done uh, some stuff at, Bo, right? Uh, the improv uh, shows and scenes? Yeah, yeah I've been this? there, done that. Been there, done that, eh? Been there, done that. I'll be back. <laughs> okay, well, um, you know, normally, listen, and again, no judgment, but when I think comedy, you know, I think Martin Short. You know, yeah. I think uh, Zach Galifianakis. Classic. You know, I think Chris Farley. These are the people who I'm I'm kind of thinking of. You know, none of I'm thinking Rick Moranis. Oh, yeah. None of them are at Montreal Improv. None of them. None of them. You know, and and none of them are what I would call physical specimens, right? <laughs> Right, so right, right, I, right. I find it pretty interesting that a beast such as yourself, an altered beast, can go to a, a comedy club, I guess. Is this a comedy club? And do and engage in something that, in, in, in an art other than uh, muscular weightlifting. Yeah, well, let me tell you how I went about that, okay? Because some say it's nerve-wracking, it's scary to go up there on stage, but... There's four things I do to get the courage, get up there. I eat beef liver, All I right. eat steak, yeah. I saw my balls, and I take cold showers. Now, beef, <laughs> steak, and showers are all things that I understand very well. Cold showers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cold yeah, showers, yeah. cold showers. Because we yeah, all yeah. know hot showers, that's how, that's, how, that's how the flab comes out. That's right. Hot showers, it's chemically proven that it helps produce lactic acid in your muscles, and we all know what lactic acid means. Boo. Yep, that's what it means. Um, But, uh, okay, what's that third thing you said about your balls, man? Listen, you want to go on stage, you want to go on a date, you want to go to the canal, sun your balls. You sun those balls? It's like you're trying to shit on the world but instead of 
something coming out, you let the sun in on your balls. Oh, man. That's something maybe we can introduce on Tiny Tim's. We can get like a sort of solar station. I'll have to look into this to make sure that the science is correct. But uh, I believe you. I mean, no one gets as ripped as you. No one lifts as many trees as you do. Um, no one plants as many trees as you do either. Because, uh, you know, I've seen your records. But, yeah. um, I mean, <laughs> but but that's something to consider. And um, and one of the guys you met at this place was uh, Phil, right? A Phil Smith. Phil Smith, he uh, a ball a ball center himself, actually. The OG yeah. ball center. Oh really? Well, let me read this uh, letter that he wrote. I'm gonna bring him on in a second. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, dear Cole. Uh, thank you very much for your podcast. It has been a very long pandemic. I've been a very lonely guy, and uh, this has been one of the few rays of sunshine on my balls. Yeah, here in parentheses, rays of sunshine on my balls in an otherwise cloudy year. All right, well, thank you very much uh, for that. Oh, he continues. Sorry. Um, one of the things that a girly man, I don't know if I like those words, Phil. I don't yeah. know. A girly man such as myself needs your help because I have not been able to be direct with myself, honest with myself, and integrate a fitness regimen that works for me. To be honest, I don't work that much. I have tons of free time, and I spend most of it jerking off and uh, dreaming about a better tomorrow. All right, maybe we'll maybe let's just bring on Phil. Uh, Phil Smith, how's it going? Hey guys, I am so excited to be on this call. I've been like a loyal listener for years now, and honestly, it's super exciting to be on this show. Can I? Can I just? Sorry, I know I'm being a bit of a fanboy, but can I just do something real quick? You know the Awuga thing. Uh, yeah. Can I course, do that man. with you? I've always wanted to do that. Which part do you want to do? The Awu. All right. All right. I'm going to count to three, and then you and Wolf Boy are going to do it together. All right. All right. One, two, three. Awuga! Oh, yes, that was amazing. Thank you, Cole. You know, sometimes I even have an air horn, <clears throat> which I just then blow on like the nearest person next to me who, again, you know, surprise you're doing exercise. You have an air horn blown in your ear while you're lifting at least 100, 200 kilograms of deadlifts. Yeah. That's just that just shoots the dopamine and serotonin to a new level. New level. You know why I listen, Cole, honestly? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I've been a loyal listener, okay? Yeah, because cool. I've tried all kinds of different things over the years to change myself, different types of exercise. You're the only person who's got the balls, the sunned, beautiful, golden balls, to tell people that the best way to change yourself is through trauma. That's it. So I, I mean, that's how I end every podcast. The best way to change yourself is to maim yourself. You know, surprise, you're doing exercise. Uh, you know, physical pain. And listen, I'm not, 
it can't be a physical pain, Phil. I want to articulate to you and to my listeners who sometimes try things that are uh, maybe deadly, you know. Falling into a sewer full of rats is not going to kill you. Going into your car just and your car just happens to explode, that's not going to kill you. Being chased by a Thai gang with AK-47s and Uzis, that's not going to kill you, especially when that Thai gang were actually a bunch of actors that I hired, and uh, most of them who were not of a Thai ethnicity at all, and most of them who had blanks in their weapons. None of this is dangerous. What's going to bring you to the next level is exactly that fear and that lack of realization that you're doing the work. That's it. That's that's the number one thing I've learned from listening to you, Cole. I mean, Phil, like I I feel like uh you're not telling me everything here. Is this uh you, you told me that your your fitness regimen hasn't worked out for you, but uh what have you been trying exactly? Maybe we can help you out here. You know what? I think that the problem is I've just been trying all the standard BS that you hear all these other supposed fit- fitness experts telling you to do. Just Such like as, yeah. Like some body weight stuff, some working at home, maybe going for a jog. But like, it's not like surprise you do an exercise. I'm missing that fear component. That's what really gets the blood pumping. That's what gets the aerobic exercise up, right? That's what you always say. I mean, yeah. So I guess bro tip number one. I guess it's time for bro tip number one. Bro tip number one. (laughs) Bro tip number one is... uh, Express your fears openly. Express your fears openly. That way we know what scares you. So, um, you know, for Bo, it used to be wolves, werewolves especially, werewolves and vampires, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and now, I mean, well, this is, I think, the third or fourth time that you've gone to the mountains in Romania to, like, fight vampires. Yeah. Three Can times. you tell us... Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, I mean, I I, I set out out there, you know, private flight because of COVID. It was hard to get out there. I talked to the right people, got a flight, got across, got a real good neck warmer, you know, to protect my neck. Yeah. And I just went out there, man. Went out there, bag of mushrooms, my cross, fucking garlic. I took him down, man, one at a time. Left, right, from above, from below. But I remembered what Cole Braun taught me. I'm a motherfucking werewolf, bitches. Yeah, man. I took that trauma. I showed those vampires. The whole wolf gang can't be taken down. I don't bleed my own blood. Yeah, and you told me later you shoved that bag of mushrooms up that vampire's ass. Just to show him yeah. who's the boss. Yeah. They were tripping. That's oh, tricky. You... <laughs> you get them high. They were psilocybin mushrooms. Oh, shit, man. That's cool. Yeah. yeah mushrooms don't kill vampires. He just wanted to fuck with them. You my fuck bro with them and then kill them. He's a badass. 
Well, anyway, so, so I, as I'm saying is like, you know, he confronted his fears, but he had to uh, make them real and make them clear. So what's something that terrifies you, Phil? Other than the PPS that you wrote here on this letter where you mentioned that I am terrified of failure. Yeah, I, uh, to be honest, I thought that letter was going to be, you know, private between you and me. Like, I wouldn't have mentioned how much I was jerking off otherwise, but that's uh, okay. I mean, you know, fear of letting people know that, fear of failure. Um, honestly, I got kind of a weird one, fear of bowling. It's kind of this weird thing. I've had this, like, recurring dream since I was a kid that I'm just being, like, chased by this big bowling ball. Mm. Like, running yeah. me down. You know, like... Uh, Indiana Jones style almost. Oh, or like maybe in The Big Lebowski, because that kind of does happen to Jeff Bridges' character in the dream sequence. You know, maybe that's where it comes from. Well, which movie? Now, <clears throat> if I were to take a guess, uh, you know, this is just, this is Cole Braun's guessing game. This is the new segment <laughs> where, I, where I take a guess of our, of our guest. I'm going to guess that uh, of Raiders of the Lost Ark and The Big Lebowski, probably The Big Lebowski is the movie you saw first as a kid. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure my parents showed me that when I was like four or five. Yeah. So I can I can understand that, that maybe you were scared by being, what, squished by a bowling ball maybe? Yeah. Or, 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 or more scared of, being like falling into one of the holes and being stuck in that bowling ball hole. No, no, it's about being chased and squished by a giant bowling ball. And you know, when you're a kid, like the full size bowling balls are massive, so yeah, those things are pretty scary. All right, all right. You want to say something yeah. there, uh, Bo? Yeah, how big are your balls? How big are my balls? That's a really good question. Um, I would say like each one is like if you put two almonds together back to back. Oh, yeah, that's your problem there. Oh, shit, that's a problem. Yeah, they're not getting enough light. Not enough vitamin D. See, like, okay, so this is a good opportunity for me to ask uh, bro the bow because... So I've been sunning my balls, okay? I've been doing that for, since the, since the pandemic started, since I had more free time to do that. I do usually about 30 to 45 minutes per day. Mm -hmm. I'll do about 20 minutes on my front and then 20 minutes on my back. It's good you're rotating. Yeah. Uh, but is that enough time? Should I be doing more or less? It, it's... It's, it's, it's like a simple math equation really when it comes down to it, because you have the, the sunning of the balls, but you need addition. I live by an equation after I, I dealt with my trauma and my fears, I, it's the B plus B equals B squared equation. Mm -hmm. Bow plus biceps equals babes and booties, but you don't have an equation. You're all, you're all sun. You're all sun turning your balls. What's your plus? What's your equals? What are you adding in? Plus or equals. Well, that's the problem, bro. What are you What are you adding on? You can't just be a a one track guy. Yeah. What's you your equation? That's why I'm on this podcast. I guess is to figure out my personal equation. 
Yeah, my personal equation is just F equals MA, fear equals mass times acceleration. So you accelerate that muscle mass, if you increase that fear. That's um, right, bro. You know, the other thing I would say, Phil, is you're sending your balls. That's that's pretty good. But um, add some fear in there, you know. Maybe before you go to sun your balls, watch one of those documentaries about, like, what happens if you get skin cancer from UV ray light or something like that. It's not a bad call. It's not a bad call. But... Uh... I don't know, man. I think my dream is really just to have a surprise to do an exercise uh, function with you one of these days. I don't know if you can dream something up for me. You know, I'm putting you on the spot there, I know, but... Uh... Well, no, I mean, this is cool. We, we can kind of do something like that. But the thing is, a lot of that is kind of surprise-based. So whatever we talk about is going to only be some sort of approximation of what I might end up doing because if you know what's going to happen, it's not going to be a surprise. Just like a present. That's true. That's true. It's a gift. It's a gift what he does. It is. It's been a gift in my life. I can tell you that. Well, I would say before we, we do this, I think maybe you need to know some, let's say physical gym etiquette. Because uh, do you work out at all? Do you ever go to a gym? Like, what's your actual gym routine, Phil Smith? So a typical day at the gym for me is I like to go in the morning, okay? Usually around like 9, 10 a.m. Okay, first mistake right there, but, but continue. So I get there. I'll, uh, I'll get changed into my, my workout gear. Wait, how do you get there? How do you get to the, is your home gym? Well, so I've been doing a home gym recently because of the oh. pandemic, but I used to go to to a real gym, you know, an energy cardio. Okay, just a yeah. Few blocks away. Yeah, so, yeah, I know my boy there, Remy. Oh man, he's great. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Remy at Energy Cardio. Um so okay, you said how do I get there? Most days I would Uber there because I okay. want to stay fresh for the gym, you know? Yes. I want to keep Keep all my energy. No, second mistake right there. Like, going to the gym should be almost as much of a workout as any time you actually spend at the gym. Um, I know it's the pandemic right now. Uh, again, as I say, if your body fat percentage is below COVID-19%, you will be able to fight this off internally. But if it's not, which is the vast majority of the population... Stick to your home gym. Now, how do you get there? I would suggest maybe like handstanding your way there, hopping there. You know, some balance exercises would be pretty practical. Um, but anyways, you get to the gym, and honestly, you'd be better off going there not nine, ten in the morning, but like again, two or three in the morning. This is this is when things are really dark and scary outside your uh, opportunities and potentialities of being mugged or worse are increased. Um, so these kinds of things all add to the weight loss and muscle gain. But anyways, you're there. You're there at the gym. All right. Uh, now what are you doing? So I get changed into my stuff, right? 
I'm wearing oh. my workout gear. Third, third mistake right there. Yeah. Then first thing I do, straighten the sauna, 20 minutes. Wearing all oh, my I, clothing. I like that. I like the first. That's the first thing you said that I like. Okay, sauna. You're a sauna boy. So let's let's spend some time in the sauna with Phil Smith. Now you're yeah. not naked in the sauna, are you? No, no, no. I'm wearing my full work. I want to get a max sweat on. Yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants, hoodie. All right. Two layers under each of those. It's intense, man. It's really intense. So basically, okay. what I do is I'll I'll do like. 20 minute sets right where my first set is sauna the second set is steam room i go from a dry heat to a moist heat mm. and i'll do 20 minute sets back and forth i'll usually do two or three sets of each mm -hmm. all right till i'm like absolutely disgustingly drenched mm -hmm. in sweat and just oh, yeah. fluid then that's my workout now uh I think Bo is uh, drawing something on the sketch on the board there, which uh, indicates his displeasure at your entire regimen. Bo, do you want to maybe share uh, all of the things he's done wrong? Yeah, it's it's about seventy five percent all wrong. You didn't lift anything. Uh, you, you didn't grunt. You didn't check out any babes or boobies. Well, 90% 90% of muscle gain is checking out babes and actually lifting weights. You want to get your inspiration from the mirror. Okay? And if you're in the sauna or the the uh, steam room, there's no mirror in there. Well, just to, to just to jump in real quick, there's no mirror, but there's usually other people, and I spend the entire time in the sauna asking them how I look. So it's kind of like a mirror. I think I'm, I'm yeah. I'm understanding now why you do it. improv. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're completely right. That's exactly why I do improv. For the, what's the babe ratio in the sauna? Well, I'm in the guys' changing room, so it's usually zero. That's your first problem, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. I don't. I don't believe all right. in all the that separation yeah. of people all the time. No, we need to come together. So, okay, let, let me, let me, you know, in, in my letter to Ian that I didn't think he was going to read, but he did, I mentioned how it's been a really lonely year and this podcast yeah. has been one of the things. If I'm being honest, it's been a lonely decade, okay? Mm. I've had a lot of problems with dating, with being fit, feeling confident about myself. That's one of the reasons that I listen to the podcast and I want to come on, okay? Is to get tips for that. You guys are talking about checking out booties and, you know, going out. I don't have, I don't know how to do any of that stuff, all right? That's why I'm on. Yo, uh, can we have like a, yo, Bo, can we have a bro sec? Yeah, bro sec. Bro sec. All right, uh, just, just cool down, Phil. All right. Um, you want me to go sun my balls for a minute while you guys uh, have your bro moment? You know what? Put your balls in a bowl of ice for now. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. All right. All right. Got it. All right, Bo. Uh, you know, I got to say, I'm actually starting to feel a little bit bad about the way we've been treating this Phil guy. He's a friend he of yours from Montreal Improv or what? Yeah, yeah. I know this cat. 
I think we really got to step out of our comfort zone, maybe live in the fear zone and help this guy out. You know, and this is also, I guess, not only a bro sack with Bo, but also with the audience. It's just Phil who can't hear this, but um, this is not something I really like to do, especially on a podcast, because I do feel like this is a pretty um, expensive and difficult process. Mm-hmm. And but you're gonna, I think we're gonna maybe have to do like a free seance. We're gonna maybe have to surprise him into some exercise. Yeah. But he full can't know surprise. about. He can't full know surprise. about this. Did you just say full surprise? Yeah, full surprise. Damn man, you know that I, I full surprise. I told you at the beginning of this podcast that that are the those are the two words I don't want to hear in a row. Full surprise. We haven't gone full surprise in two years. It's time. You know, I don't even know if he'll be able to survive a full surprise. And I definitely don't want another uh, subpoena on my hands. No, rest in peace, right? What did we do? He needs us. All right, maybe. We can't be no lone wolf howling to the moon alone. The wolf pack sticks together. Oh, God damn it. You brought up the Romulus and Ramus code. All right, fine. Fine. I suggest um, maybe let's just give him enough for him to get like a really hot summer bod. Okay. Beyond that, it's on him. Because I think a full surprise, he might might die. But let's go like, let's let's still try it. And uh, hopefully by the end of this podcast... He's going to have the shreddest abs. Man, I'm really losing my words. I got to work on these neck muscles and reducing them. Yeah, yeah, you're all tight around the throttle area. All right, let's bring Phil back in. Phil, how are your balls? Um, Man, I've never iced them before. I've only sunned them, so this is uh, pretty intense. Yeah, you want to get a range of temperature. Yeah, it's just like, you know, just like anything in life, you know, it's this spice of life is moderation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't really see how that applies, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, you know, well, listen, maybe you'll find out when once you've worked out enough, you'll know what I'm talking about. Phil, um, so we know that you're you're scared of being crushed by a bowling ball. Yeah. But I also want to touch upon um, maybe your fears of uh, failure, you said. Is this something that's related to improv? Like, are you scared if you do a a, a routine that nobody laughs at? Yeah, completely. Um, you know, I think fear of failure is one of the reasons I started doing improv in the first place, was to hopefully, you know, experience some of that and maybe get used to it. Uh, the only problem is everyone who does improv is so goddamn, you know, accepting and nice that you never really feel like you did fail. Bastard. Yeah. Like, well, because again, like 90% of working out is, uh, checking out booties and actually lifting weights. But that 10% is being yelled at by someone, maybe Mm -hmm. a spotter, 
maybe someone else who's like, you know, Phil, you're not doing enough. You know, that lift more, harder, faster, make better offers, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you don't have For someone sure. like that uh, in your ear all the time? No, not really. It doesn't have that kind of level of intensity, you know? Mm, okay. I see, I see, I see. And um, uh, now, Bo, one of these things you told me about were these improv warm-ups. Now, the only warm-ups that I know are, are, are lifting weights, jogging, uh, doing squats, chin-ups, pull-ups. Those are the warm-ups I'm familiar with. Are these uh, the warm-ups you do in improv? Yeah, you know, improv and going to the gym are basically the same thing, man. You want to get your reps in, okay? So, you want to do a little warm-up, get the blood flowing, get your mind right. What do you do? Play a little evolution jumping jacks, right? A little zip-zap, bop. Ooh. Walking lunges. You yeah. know what I mean, bro? A all little... Right. It's, it's, it's all the same. Your body... Oh, all right. You feel me, Phil? Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. But uh, you get your I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in. To... Look, you get your laughs in. You get your reps in. Boom! Power, money. What does that equal? Babes. Laughs. Maybe that's muscles. maybe that's got to be maybe that's got to be my uh, my equation. That's Power it. plus money plus babes. Well, look, there's a lot of um, unknown variables in that equation for you, Phil. I don't have any of the three things in that, <laughs> that equation. That's exactly what I'm saying. So uh, I don't know if that's an equation that totally works in your case. But um, I, I don't we think all, we've we all ever... got to start somewhere, man. Got to start at zero. Hey, man, that's true. You know, we can't always be great at everything, but... Um, you know, that, that's what I told the client I had before Paula, you know, this guy named Randy. And Randy, what he, he actually worked in a library. And same thing, you know, I work like all the days of a week, totally stationary, never moving, just moving books from one place to another, sitting on my ass. What did I do? I slipped him some sort of uh, sleep tonic. He woke up in the middle of the library. It was completely pitch black. It was two in the morning. Again, two in the morning is the scariest time. He thought he was trapped in the library. He was. I made sure that all the doors and all the windows were locked, and I made sure that his phone battery was missing and that all the phones were disconnected so that he couldn't call anyone for help. So... Just the amount of sweating that he was doing from 2 to about 2.45 when he finally pulled a fire extinguisher axe uh, and just like <coughs> cut a door down and freed himself that way. Dude, this guy, he went from flabby, flabby Randy to the fittest, randiest rhino at McGill Library. Mm-hmm. It's like a real-life escape room. Hey, that's... You could be our marketing guy. Really? <laughs> anyway, well, let, you know what? I'm getting excited, but let's talk about that after the show, okay? All right. 
All right. So what I'm saying is like we just need to find the thing that terrifies you. And I'm getting the feeling that doing an improv scene and nobody finds you funny and maybe you're also you didn't realize that you're completely naked because this is a big fear that a lot of people have. It's being naked in front of an audience or maybe they're just in their underwear. When you do an improv scene, Phil, do you picture the audience in their underwear? No, I just picture there not being an audience at all. I yeah. find it easier that way. Nor it's tough because it's tough because I can actually see them. Hey, Phil, let me ask you this: When you're in the gym and you look in the mirrors, do you imagine there being no babes there? good question man. no that's deep bro you get my you know wavelength you feel me oh i feel you man I'm, i'm on that wavelength i i don't imagine that there are none there but i'm gonna be honest it intimidates me man so let me tell you this as much as me and cole Braun here we look in the mirror at babes when we turn our heads those babes look at us Phil, when you turn your head, those babes are looking at you. When you don't imagine that audience, they won't laugh at you if they're not there. So I want the babes to be laughing at me? Yeah. No. Not like... I, I get what you're saying, man. Like laughing, but like philosophically. With you. Well, listen, Phil... Uh... You know, one of the things that uh, we don't do so often, but, um, you know, I get, the, I get the impression you're a bit of a marketing guy, you're a bit of an ideas man, so uh, I'm going to pitch something to you, and I want you to use your uh, marketing business experience to uh, let me know if this is something that would work for you or not. Sound good? Yeah, you're talking my language, man. It's going to be like an a la carte kind of kind of IKEA catalog thing. I noticed you got some sort of room divider behind you that looks like it's from IKEA. So this is exactly going to be what you understand. Uh which is not fitness, but you definitely understand some things. Some basic things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a basic guy, man. Hey, We're basic bros ourselves, you know. That's bro tip number two. Don't make your life complicated. Just the basics. Squats, rips, curls, lifts, booties. And, uh, you know, checking yourself out in the mirrors in the sauna every now and again, you know. Anyway, so this is what we're going to do. Bo and I are going to, we're going to, we're going to tag team this. And we're going to suggest a 24-hour surprise fear-a-thon exercise. This is going to last a full day. That's all you need to invest in, all right? Not, this is not going to be four times a week for a month. You know, this is just one day of intense, high-intensity performance exercise. And all of it is going to be fear-based. You with me? That sounds like exactly what I need. All right, cool. And we're going to start 
at the scare second scariest time because you should probably end at the scariest time but you should begin at the second scariest time of the day and the second scariest time of the day bo you want to you want to say it noon noon you think you're about to eat your lunch get your get your your calories in your protein in bam there we are in your face till noon the next day. Noon is exactly the one time of the day that almost everybody feels safe, which is why it's the second scariest time because that's exactly when you're not expecting some serious shit to go down. So this is this is what we're going to do. Now, you're very very scared of The Big Lebowski, which is a very scary movie. So I suggest in that movie for the po people who haven't seen it, there's a lot of bowling. There's also uh, someone gets chased by giant scissors. Um, so maybe we'll do something like that. So we'll start. It'll be noon. And where do you work? You work at uh, in an office or? No, I work at a, in a restaurant in uh, in no damn good as you called it, NDG. No damn good. Uh, oh, that's cool, man. Okay, so this is going to be easy. We don't even have to go too far. So this is what's going to happen. At noon, um, I think we're going to have someone come in, like a really crazy customer. Is noon usually like the lunch rush or something? Yeah, that's the busiest time, so it's perfect. Mm. Perfect. Very o'clock. Get someone in. Starts threatening you in front of everyone in the restaurant with a pair of scissors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay? Not very fun, right? Made even worse by the fact that there are so many people in this restaurant. So maybe you could say that that makes it better because there are a lot of, um, you know, people. No, man, that makes could... it worse. That's the audience that I always try to ignore is there. Oh, there you go. There you go. If you can make it feel worse for you, that's exactly what I want. Now, uh, what should be step number two, Bo? Step number two, bag over the head. Bag over the head, all right? So this scissor man puts a bag over your head. He's kidnapping you, okay? He's throwing you into the back of some gray van. Where are you going? You don't know. That's step number three. We're driving you. You're in a van. You got this burlap sack, uh, or maybe not a burlap sack. You work in a restaurant, so it could just be like one of the bags you give to customers who are doing takeout or something. But like, get a bunch of those bags around you. You don't know where you're going. We're even gonna drive around in circles and stuff to really disorient you. What's step number four, Wolfman? You take the bag off of his head, and where is he? In front of an audience of hundreds of improvisers and babes. Babes that are improvisers. Improvisers that are babes. Surprise. You're doing a, you're doing improv at the Just for Laughs Festival. So you think that we're driving you in the middle of nowhere. Like you are in this hot van in the back of this Ford Astro for hours. And you're thinking, holy shit, am I in a new province? Where am I? No, we just drove you to back to like Place des Arts. And you're in like some big theater podium. There's a bunch of people there. They're all waiting for you to be funny. Um, 
you know, Colin Mockery's there. Uh, we got all the all the heavy hitters in improv. They're all there, and uh, you know what else happens? The other thing we feed you a laxative. You shit your pants in front of everyone on stage. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, and we have to too. We have to. We have to because at this point, uh, it's a question of just like, you know, it's one of the advantages of fasting. You know, you want to kind of have clean bowels, a clean system because it's only about 8 p.m. at this point. So we still have got a long, long road ahead. And this you is don't want to. eight hours in? This is only about eight hours in. Okay. So let's say, so now this. This can go one of two ways because maybe you have a good show or maybe you don't. I can you tell know? you just from past experience, I'm not going to have a good show. Okay, Perfect. but we got we to gotta be prepared for any eventuality. So we got to be prepared for the eventuality that with a pants full of shit and, you know, you being disoriented and hungry and thirsty that you somehow manage to do some very, very good improv in front of hundreds of people at the Just For Laughs Festival. And Bo, so what, what, is, what are we going to do in that case? Let's say he kills it. Listen, no matter what happens, every other show after this, pants full of shit, pants no shit, it's going to be easy breezy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. You know, maybe that maybe that kills your fear right there. Maybe you realize maybe if you kill it with a pants full of shit, actually, now that I think about it, doesn't that let all your doesn't that kill all your fears of failure? It definitely kills my fears of failure. I don't see where the biceps come in. Well, that's the thing. The only props you have on stage, dumbbells. Every oh, scene shit. is a gym. Improv, improv with props. I like it. Dumbbell, barbell, elastics, although we never use elastics. No. 45 pound plates, benches. Probably, probably, hard, probably harder to lift those with pants full of shit, too. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to clean all the equipment afterwards, man. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I got the gym down all. That's how you become the best you, bro. That's how you become the best you. Some of my best days at the gym were filled with pants full of shit. Nobody knew it, but I knew it. You feel me? Did uh, did Remy at Energy Cardio ever find out? Yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. All right, so we're what nine hours in now? Yeah, but I, I mean that was so inspiring, man. I, I, I didn't know you had such a heart, Wolfman. That, uh, you know, you said some things that that made me really think because I, I was going to suggest that maybe we like, um, you know, one of two things: either we implant like some creep in the audience to like take photos of you and then like call you and be a stalker and then maybe we just get a stalker on you and you navigate what that's like for the next 24 hours and 
just the amount of stress will produce the dopamine needed to tone down the fat. But, I mean, Bo, that was such a healthy, wholesome suggestion. Maybe just do good improv, regardless of your pants situation, and uh, let that be uh, the kind of thing that inspires you moving forward. And if that isn't enough, then maybe I can get a boulder to, to like chase you off of the stage. I like it. I like the whole plan. You don't know when it's coming? Yeah. Or who's going to do it? Just for laughs, you know, it could be any month of the year. You know, you, you don't know when. It's gonna be most awesome. likely in the summer. Well, we're not saying when. Yeah. You know, if the festival is still going on, because it may be uh, canceled, but if it's not canceled, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we do this, you know? Whatever happens, happens, man. But, uh, look, I feel inspired. I feel, I feel more ready for the summer, you know, for trying to have my hot girl summer coming up. You know, we're not saying when. You know, I mean, I'm sure the summer, once the COVID restrictions relax, it's going to be very, very difficult to rent a van to actually throw you in. Maybe we won't be able to procure uh, any kind of automobile, but... Uh, yeah, man, van rentals are going to be skyrocketing. It'll, yeah. It'll, it'll happen. Moving day July 1st. But be ready, bro. But don't be ready. I'm not saying when. We're not saying when it'll happen, but uh, you know, I'm assuming that your restaurant is going to be open, uh, and uh, we'll be able to like go to the restaurant and uh, find you working there, and uh, it'll be uh, maybe I'll one send, of the shifts. I'll send you my schedule, man. You know what I'll do? I'll send you my schedule as well as my address. That way, if I'm not there, you know where I am. That's even more of a surprise, right? You can show up here, you can show up there. That's right. Yeah, that's right, that's right. I'm not saying when, though. But, uh, you know, maybe I uh, get one of my producers to look at that email to see uh, if they can find, uh, your, you know, hopefully it doesn't get sent to my spam. But we'll we'll do it. We'll hook you up. All right. All right. Boo. Oh, look. Two pecs just popped up. <laughs> I think I got another ad as well. All right, man. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much, Phil. You've been a good sport. Um, you know, maybe we, we, we've surprised you a little bit there. You got two pecs and an ab going, but uh, we're going to go whole hog with you. Not saying when, but it's going to happen. Uh, Wolf Boy, do you got anything you want to add before we head out? Life is a mirror, man. Look at yourself. That's good, man. That's good. <laughs> I'm going to write that shit down. Mm. Yeah, if you, want any, if you want any gains, you got to get maimed. That's how it That's works. Right. Fear and pain. Only way to do it. <laughs>
Uh, thank you so. <laughs> Say that again. Fear and pain equals babes. Find your equation, brother. Man, I, I just want to say real quick, thank you guys so much for having me on. It like it means a lot that you guys take your time to help me out, to give me your your advice. I got so much out of this. The equation thing. Yeah. Other things. <laughs> That's right, bro. Hey man, you look like an E equals MC squared, you know? Uh energy equals mass. That's your muscle mass. You gotta multiply that. You gotta multiply that by the square of C. Chicks, chicks. Yeah, bro. You're That's what I'm it. saying. You increase your muscle mass, and you get those chicks, and you at, the, at an exponential of two, you're gonna get that energy, bro. Love it. All right, let's end there. Thank you very much for listening. Take it easy. Surprise, you're doing exercise. We'll be back next week. Maybe, maybe not. It'll be a surprise. But regardless, take care.